welcome to the British History Podcast. If you love British history, then you are definitely in the right place. My name is Philippa and I will be taking you through British history, the people, the events, the intrigue. Some of the stories you may think you know, but you don't know them in the way I tell them. And then hopefully I will also be able to introduce you to something new too. Now this podcast is free and it always will be. But if you would like more History Lover benefits, then please consider coming and joining me over on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash British History. But for now, let's get into today's episode. On the 10th of June 1540, Thomas Cromwell was arrested at Westminster. Thomas Cromwell was a shrewd politician, he was a skillful administrator and he had gained and retained favour with Henry VIII even on the downfall of his um, initial master Thomas Wolsey. He became Henry's principal secretary, he became Henry's man to make things happen. Cromwell had built such influence, he held no less than 25 offices of state and man with such personal power in a court built on personal power and influence could not go without making some enemies. These enemies circled and wasted no time taking advantage of Henry's displeasure over his fourth marriage to Anne of Cleves. The famous Holbein portrait of Anne, Holbein being known for his ability to paint likeness, even if like a modern day photographer, a flattering one, In typical Henry style, it was unlikely that it was Anne's looks or Cromwell's match that was to blame, but other events which caused embarrassment and therefore anger in Henry. First, their initial meeting between Anne and Henry. Anne had clearly not been sufficiently briefed on the English tradition of courtly love. And second, by the fact that Henry did not or could not consummate their marriage. Of course, Henry blamed that on the repulsiveness of Anne herself. And yet it could have been that Henry was already having issues, reference to which had been made during the trial of his brother-in-law, George Boleyn, in 1536, during the events to rid himself of his second wife, another Anne, Anne Boleyn. Now this may have been the beginning of Cromwell's um, fall, but it was not as decisive as it sounds because Henry actually made Cromwell Earl of Essex. However, this appointment only added fuel to the fire that his enemies were already feeling against who they saw as a low-born upstart in their midst. Thomas was arrested at 3pm as the Privy Council came to meet at the Palace of Westminster. He seems to have been shocked and had no idea that there were forces working against him. He was charged with treason and taken straight to a boat that took him to the Tower of London where he was imprisoned. Cromwell had been on the other side of this many times before. He must have known that there was little hope. The onus was always on the accused to prove their innocence, not anyone else to prove their guilt. In any case, a bill of attainder was passed against him on the 29th of June, accusing him of corruption, heresy and treason. A bill of attainder allowed for the forfeiture of all his worldly goods, which had actually already been taken soon after his arrest and his execution without that inconvenient requirement for any judicial process. Cromwell's only hope was a pardon from the king, but despite desperate letters to the king, Cromwell was executed on the 28th of July, incidentally the same day that Henry was marrying his fifth wife, Catherine Howard. 
But despite not being a nobleman at birth, Henry did commute his sentence to just a mere beheading instead of potentially being hung, drawn and quartered for treason or being burnt at the stake for heresy. Although it took three strikes of the axe to sever Thomas's head from his body, there's no evidence that the executioner was either drunk or had been paid to botch the execution as has been told in some of the fictional accounts of his execution. His head was displayed on Tower Bridge as a traitor until it was reunited with his remains and he's buried in St Peter ad Vincula, the same place as Thomas More and Anne Boleyn. <laughs>